Hey there, listeners. It is currently Monday, April 20th, and you are listening to today's episode of the 5-Minute Drill, brought to you by Up5 Media. This is your co-host, Darian Phillips, and I am joined by Simran Sandu yet again. And Simi, I hear there is a new aid program in the works right now, and is there any chance you can tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, absolutely. As we know from last week, the $350 billion Paycheck Protection Program for small businesses has been exhausted. However, no need to worry. Treasury Secretary Steven Nuchin said that he and Democratic congressional leaders are close to a deal on another aid program. While the exact numbers haven't been agreed upon, the Treasury Secretary said the package could include $300 billion in additional funds for the Paycheck Protection Program, $75 billion for hospitals, and another $25 billion to expand national testing efforts. And small businesses may also have another little blessing coming their way as some states across the country, including Texas right now, have started to loosen restrictions, which has inevitably led to some partisan controversy. As we're seeing, 77 percent of Democrats have expressed concern about reopening the economy too quickly in comparison to 39 percent of Republicans, according to a Wall Street Journal survey. Well, the concern definitely has merit to it. While hospitalizations have declined in New York, the U.S. still has more than 742,000 confirmed cases and over 40,000 deaths, so it makes sense why people still want to take the necessary precautions. And although markets weren't open over the weekend, listeners, I did want to add a quick note here real quick. Right now, we're seeing short selling against the SPDR S&P 500 trust rose $68.1 billion last week, which marks some of the highest levels that we've seen in recent years. Also, listeners, for those that are unfamiliar with that big acronym that I just babbled off, the SPDR S&P 500 Trust is the biggest exchange-traded fund tracking the broad index. And while we're on the topic, ironically, one of the big S&P 500 companies that is Ford just announced they were hit with a $2 billion loss for last quarter. And shortly after that announcement, they raised $8 billion from corporate debt investors to help shore up some of their cash reserves. Well, that's not very comforting, especially since almost 20% of S&P 500 companies are expected to report earnings this week. Some big names do include Netflix, Delta Airlines, Coke, and IBM. And just a quick note about Netflix, which may be one of the only companies expected to do well, its stock is up almost 30% this past quarter, and some analysts believe it could be free cash flow positive this year, according to CNBC and Yahoo Finance. Apparently, we can be expecting a slow start to the week as investors have drove down prices on stock futures lower and lower after seeing crude prices decline to about $16.50 a barrel and receiving some critical news regarding the virus listeners. Also, yields on the 10-year treasuries are currently hovering around 65 basis points. And another interesting update on the business side of things, Walmart has done really well during the outbreak, but one of the key problems they're facing right now are worker absences. Around 150,000 Walmart workers are on leave, and roughly 2,000 workers have tested positive for the virus. So as a result, they're requiring all staff to wear masks, which I think is very critical for worker safety and just the general precautions we were talking about earlier. Yeah, I think at this point, the majority of shoppers, at least in my experience, have been wearing face masks themselves, so I don't see why workers wouldn't need to as well. It'll only improve safety for everybody in general, and I think it'll just help make people feel a little more comfortable out in public. Yeah, I definitely agree. But something we haven't talked too much about recently is U.S. politics. They recently announced the results for the Wyoming caucus, and Joe Biden was the clear winner. But something unique about this caucus was that it set a record in terms of voting turnout via mail. Over 15,000 ballots were cast, which equated to a turnout rate of approximately 38%, according to the Wall Street Journal. 
But now switching gears over to sports, I know things are slow, but I hear we have the NFL draft to look forward to this week. Is that right, Darian? You're absolutely right. And I feel like this year we're going to see viewership go through the roof, listeners, as people have been eager to see sports of any kind, which also reminds me that we've seen DraftKings get a little creative during this downtime as well. They've started hosting wagers on everything from table tennis, and I've even been talking about doing things like the presidential election. Well, Darian, you know, as they always say, crisis does stimulate creativity, but folks that does conclude our episode for this beautiful Monday. Let's make it a good one. And if you have an extra minute, please subscribe to our podcast on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And on that note, we look forward to seeing you bright and early Tuesday morning on our journey to redefine how you experience news. 